Welcome to Tice Talks, where we discuss all things faith and family. There are certain things we don't discuss, though. There sure are. And today, we're going to be discussing... We're not going to discuss it because these are bad words. <laughs> is a sin? Is Did you bleep that out? <laughs> oh, I'm, good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so what is... Like, why are cuss words a sin? Is cuss words a sin? We yeah, all I don't even know if these, that was said right. It probably wasn't. Is cuss words but a sin? But most people that cuss don't say it right <laughs> i've noticed <laughs> once I, I learned what the actual wordings meant i'm like i don't think you're using that properly <laughs> I, I think it's amazing when somebody goes through a whole lineage of things and then says oh excuse my french and i always say that's not french <laughs> i've been to uh, france <laughs> that <laughs> that is not i understood french. what you said i don't understand what they say in france <laughs> Oh, that's a really good topic, though, when you discuss, like, with the, a teenager. You know, if your kid is like, well, why can't I say that? Yeah, well, because well, I said, well, why do you say I can't say it? Or, you say it, why can't I say it? I, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's really bad. That's, I remember when, when Matt said that Ashlyn came home from kindergarten one mm-hmm. day and was upset about something, and she, she used a... Probably the one of the worst words that you could use. You could imagine. And and he said, Ashlyn, where did you hear that? And she said, I heard it at school. What's wrong with that? So he had to sit down and figure out how he was going to explain to her what was wrong with that word and why she shouldn't use that why word. Why shouldn't be coming out? But of the, the sad thing is, no, she heard no. it at our at Christian, Christian school. school. Well, Pastor Shore will not condone this episode right. of Dice Talks. <laughs> so, so that's our principal is Pastor Shore. But I probably want to bleep out this entire yeah, probably. section. <laughs> but that happens. I mean, anybody being our kids have come home. I had one one time Trey was seven years old. He came home from church and he lifted up his middle finger at me and he said, Mom, what does F you mean? And I, this is my homeschooled seven-year-old little boy who thankfully asks me everything. And I said, oh, wow, that's a really good question. <laughs> we have problems with uh, communication. We, the Bible talks us a lot about, about communication. When I first committed my life to the Lord, I determined I'd heard David Wilkerson preach, uh, and he preached on the terrors of the tribulation. And I thought, I, I, I didn't even understand salvation totally. Uh, he had preached the gospel message. Uh, he had preached about the the tri- tribulation. In fact, the name of the message was the terror of the tri- terrors of the tribulation. And oh. he went through everything. How this was bad. This was going to happen. This you're going to take the mark of the beast. So you are the Jude you're, you're of some get, save with fear. Yes, huh? Yeah. You're gonna. <laughs> you're gonna. This creatures are going to come out of the bottomless pit. They're going to sting you for six months. You're going to have horrible wanting to die, but you're not going to be able to die because you got to live through the entire tribulation so you can be miserable the whole time, and then you get to go to hell. Wow. Well, I decided that I didn't want it, I didn't want that to happen. I was So I straightened up my life, but nobody at that point or to that point, or maybe it was just my lack of understanding, nobody explained to me the gospel, that all I had to do to escape that was ask to admit that I was a sinner Admit that Jesus, uh, recognize that Jesus Christ was God, that he died in my place, paid for my sin, was buried and rose from the dead. And all I had to do was ask him to give me eternal life, and I would be saved from all of Mm -hmm. that. 
Well, I didn't understand that. So I just thought I better straighten up Yeah. because God wants me to straighten up. So I decided to straighten up and I straightened up. I straightened up my mouth. I straightened up my actions. I started hanging around the right kids instead of the wrong kids. I started, which there were very few right kids. Mm-hmm. And I, I started carrying my Bible and I started telling all my friends that they needed to believe in Jesus. And, yeah. and, and um, so uh, I, and I, my, all my relatives. So one day, and I'm trying to straighten myself up, you understand. So and I'm, at this I'm time, trying, you're kind of mocked by yeah, your big yeah, brother, yes. you're kind of mocked by other friends. And that's the way it was. And so, but I, I thought that's okay because they're going to die and go to hell. And I'm, I'm not. not. <laughs> that's right. And I'm, I'm going to, I'm straightening up. So I'm doing my best to be a good kid. And um, somebody had given us, uh, given me two different Corvairs. And a Corvair right now is a classic if you can get a Corvair that looks good. That's you, a car? You, oh, yeah. It's, okay. a, it's an old, old car that they, they took off the market because it got bad reviews from a guy named Ralph Nader. Anyway, um, and so they took it off the market because it had a problem with exploding. Oh, and, uh, so, wow. Yeah, but, that's a problem. <laughs> but I had, I had two of them. And I and one of them had a good transmission. The and, people just gave to you. Yeah, I, somehow I, I I don't remember how I got them. But, wow! But well, I maybe had, that was before he gave his life to the Lord. <laughs> I don't know how I got them. <laughs> one of them had a good transmission. One of them had a good engine. So my deal was I was going to take the engine out of one and put it in the other. While I was working on this, I, you might think, what's this got to do with cussing? Well, I was working on these engines. My my brother-in-law, who I loved, and my uh, uh, my brother, who I love, and my best friend, who I loved, were all were all there. None of them I could I couldn't convince any of them to live for the Lord or right. serve the Lord. Later, all of them made professions of faith, but at this point, they I was the they're all ruckusy t- teenagers yeah, and, and young adults and and I'm doing I'm, what they want to do. I'm just this religious freak. I've become a Jesus freak, right? So, so, uh, but I'm always telling them about Jesus. Well, they're all standing around talking. I'm underneath the car and I'm working on this car. And while I'm working on the car, uh, there was this, there was this nut that wouldn't come off. Uh, and, that, and it was just jammed on there. So I decided I'm going to position myself just perfect. And I'm going to give it everything I can to push this, this, this nut or to to crack this nut to get uh, to get this engine loose, and so I'm I I got myself positioned just right, and I pushed as hard as I could, and mm-hmm. my ratchet slipped, and my my hand went up between where the transmission and the in, uh, and the engine was, and it ripped uh, in this little crevice up there, it ripped the, my knuckles, and they were bleeding, and oh. and when that happened, I said something that Christians shouldn't say. No Holy Spirit filling at that moment. (laughs) A a bad word came out of my mouth. And when I did, my my brother-in-law and my brother and my best friend looked down uh, through the housing of the the engine engine and looked at me and said, whoa, was that the preacher? (laughs) Now my knuckles hurt, but my they're not even carrying the, they, your they hand. Care, I mean, I'm not, bleeding. Well, what happened? Are you okay? Whoa, preacher! Uh, mm, the, who's the preacher now? You're saying the bad words, and so I, I felt oh. bad, and I thought, man, what do I do? Have, 
and have I sinned? And back then I wondered if I had sinned away my salvation because mm-hmm. I didn't understand salvation. Eternal I security. I, yeah. No, I didn't understand that. So, so um, man, I, I, this bad thing came out of my mouth. And, I, and so does the Bible say that cussing is sin? Mm-hmm. Does the Bible say that, that, it's, that uh, we're not supposed to use certain, certain things? That's what we want to talk about. Yeah, and I love these discussions because kids wonder why can't we do this? I mean, it's all throughout. I mean, if you watch any, you watch a PG movie, it's in it. If you watch a G movie, they can use God's name. They can, you know, it's yes. limited, but it's still in there. It's funny. It's it's not funny. It's sort of sad that one of the first things that they started allowing to be said on uh, on television was the word hell mm-hmm. inappropriately, and then the name and then the, the term God yeah. uh, uh, was used inappropriately. And then... Then uh, little by little. Yeah, just then... Yeah, every PG-13 movie has the F word. You know, yes. yeah, there's the one place they're going to be able to throw that in there. It's just some... It, it is like, why? What is the purpose of this? But this is good to talk about with your family. Because so, your kids should. Like, why do you... why? So when we watch television growing up, we now have... Um, have a thing that it first started as there was a thing called TV Guardian, TVG. You could watch movies and it would take out the cuss words. It would just bleep it out. It was great. To, developed by a Christian dad because he wanted to watch action flicks with his with his uh, son. And um, We got one of the first hundred that yes. were made. When dad saw that this was available, he was like, yes. And the guy, he called up and talked to dad on the phone and said, dad, he said, yeah, I wanted to watch Air Force One with my kids. But then I didn't want them repeating the words that Harrison Ford was saying. <laughs> so we got it and watched Air Force One. Yes, we did. And yeah. we enjoyed it. Yeah. So they had, but we, before that, though, if we did watch something and it did, had a couple cuss words, you would all, we would always just say, you would say to us while we're watching it, that's a bad word. That's a bad word. That's not something we say. So it didn't just fly in our house as if, oh, this is a normal thing that we should be doing because we emulate what's on TV. Yeah, what we did, too, was we'd take VHS tapes and I would would cut those those and and edit them and take it out and cut it and edit it and tape it back together. So if you watched a movie from our house, you'd be watching everything and be going good and then all of a sudden some some word would come on you here. We still have Father of the Bride, (laughs) the first one, and it is done that way. (laughs) If if you're interested, that'll be in the memorial to Dr. David Tice one day. (laughs) So yes, but that's that we did that. You would cut it up so you could watch it with your kids without them repeating a cuss word. Do you remember when you sat us down? We sat and we were going to watch Star Trek. I couldn't have been like four. Like I remember this because I got in trouble. So you said you we were watching one of the you know Star Trek movies, and we had watched all the old James T. Kirk, uh, the like comic book kind of ones, (laughs) the the first Star Treks. Um, so we loved watching those with you, and they didn't have any cussing in those. No. Nope. So we we were we were so excited. We were going to watch the Star Trek movie with you. We sat. We were in the back room, you know, where that round table was yes. in the back room where yes. we watched. And you sat. It was Sunday night after church, movie night, and you said, "Okay, we're going to watch this movie." And I want you to know there are some words in it that we do not say. There are words that they're just not appropriate for us to say. And I don't know, probably like 15 minutes into the movie, 
good old Captain Kirk said something, and I just repeated it as loud as I could because <laughs> I had never heard it before. <laughs> and then we took care of I've never said that word ever again <laughs> in my life. <laughs> but that, but you, you would tell us this is wrong. This is, I mean, now people just let it fly in their homes. Yeah. It's, and it's easy to, because yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, go ahead, put on that PG movie. And it would probably be it's, best not to, 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 at that point, have said, we're not going to watch this movie. Probably. That would have been a lot more I'm okay, though. I, I don't cuss. Yeah. <laughs> not after that Not time. after that, no. <laughs> but I learned, you know, this isn't appropriate. In fact, I think you're actually very gracious with me. You're like, that was one of the words that we're not going to say again. That's not something that, because it means something that's not good. And so it's not something the Christians should say. But I was little. But why, why, according to the Bible, should we not use cuss words? Well, let's look at several things. First of all, let's look at this. That the Bible tells us this about the tongue, that it's an unruly evil. I want to read to you from James. The Bible says this. For in many things we offend all, talking about preachers. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man, which tells us right there that words can be offensive and able to bridle the whole body. So the idea is if I can, I'm a mature believer if I can learn how to control what comes out of my mouth. Behold, we put bits in horses' mouths that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole body. Behold, also ships which though they be great and are driven of fierce winds, yet are they turned about with a very small helm, whithersoever the governor listeth. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasteth great things. Behold how great a matter a little fire kindleth. And the tongue is a fire. God says it's a fire, a destructive tool, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members, that it defileth the whole body, and setteth on fire the course of nature, and is set on the fire of hell. For every kind of beast, and of birds, and of serpents, and of things in the sea, is tamed, and hath been tamed of mankind. But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil, full of deadly poisons. Wow. Wow. What a statement. If that's true, then we should learn how to control the tongue. But it says the tongue can no man tame. And that's the truth. And that was so, the problem with me. As a teenager, I was trying to tame the tongue, my tongue, myself. Within self-will yeah. and self-control and self, all about self. And you cannot do it yourself. Hmm. But what can happen? We can surrender to the control of the Holy Spirit of God, and he can control what we cannot control. And that's spiritual maturity. That's learning to surrender every day your tongue to the control of the Holy Spirit. Okay, for real, you guys, when my dad stubs his toe now, I am not kidding. He says, oh, praise the Lord. So my my son, when he was like four, he would get mad when he'd get hurt. Lincoln, he'd get upset. I mean, just like angry. He didn't know any cuss words, so he's not saying any cuss words. He'd get angry. And I said, hey, you know what? You know what grandpa does when he gets hurt? And he's like, what? And I said, this is after he said, you know, he had stopped crying a little bit, but he still has a little tears on his cheeks. I said, well, well, grandpa, when he gets hurt, he says, praise the Lord. And he said, 
that's the stupidest thing I ever heard. (laughs) But he is the natural man. He's a four-year-old that was insane. (laughs) And it is stupid to an unsaved person or someone like, why would you you praise the Lord for such a thing? And you say, well, the Bible says, in everything, give thanks. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. But, but... But I'll tell you what your mother says to me. If I'm singing... And I, I do this when, when I'm feeling down. I think, I can't do that. I need to be happy. And I start singing, thank you, Lord. So if every, anytime I'm singing, singing, thank you, Lord, your mother will say to me, <laughs> she'll say, okay, what's wrong? <laughs> I'm <laughs> just right, praising the Lord. That's all. What's wrong? What's going on? Oh, that's so anyway. Neat. So the ton, we can't tame ourselves. But God can do it. That's exactly The right. Holy Spirit can do the work in our lives. So is cussing with sin? I mean, I think it's something you should talk about with your children because, like, where did cussing come from? Because I know that in, in our friends over across, uh, across uh, you know, take a jump across the water, our friends in England, if you say the word bloody, that's a I can't even, What if somebody's listening in word? England? You better beep that out. <laughs> Aunt June would be very upset with me. Yeah. She's from England. But if you use that to here, it's no big deal. Yeah. We, don't, we don't care. It doesn't mean anything to us. But when I went over and I was 22 years old and I sat and I ate dinner with three unsaved teenage girls, they came and they were talking. They said it was, it was amazing. They, they were talking about stuff that was going on at their class. And they said, yeah. She even said, bloody, and like whispered it like it was the F word, because apparently I guess that that's what it is to them. But every culture has their own different, every language has their own different swear words and what they mean and everything. So it's like, but for me to say that word, it's not a bad word. Yes, here, that's exactly right. Yeah, here, it's not a big deal. So so it's culture, really, that determines if if a word is appropriate. There are appropriate words to use when talking in our culture about sexuality, mm-hmm. and there's inappropriate words in our in our yeah, in, and there's offensive words in our culture when when talking about things, and uh, in, in 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 any area, and so we need to be we need to be sensitive aware to those that. things, and and we grow up aware of those things yeah. because people make us aware of those hmm. things. And if I'm unaware of something, I, I remember saying something one day from the pulpit and a Marine came up to me and said, do you know what that word means, where, hmm. the, where the origin of that word comes from? I said, no. He said, well, it, and he just told me exactly Please what it meant. Please don't use to, that again. Any Marine that would heard me say that, he would think this. I said, well, thank you for telling me that. I'll never well, use I'm that term again. I'm not going to do that. Was it a bad word? No. Will I repeat it now? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I had no idea that that's what that term meant to any Marine that was yeah. paying attention. And I, I think he may have said any serviceman. So here's let's, – let's take a look at some clues, some clues of what, what does the Bible say – about watching our tongue. First of all, we see that it's an unruly evil, and we need to surrender our tongue to the control of the Holy Spirit. Don't just justify something. You say, I don't see anything wrong with it. No, understand that the Bible tells us we're not to be an offense. But the Bible says several things about words that come out of our mouth. First of all, in Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 29, the Bible says, let no 
corrupt communication proceed out of thy mouth. So there is, in God's eyes, corrupt communication. Don't allow that to come out of your mouth. But that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. So I'm supposed to be thinking about who's hearing what I'm saying, and I don't want something to come out of my mouth, number one, that is corrupt. Hmm. So I need to apply that principle. Secondly, the Bible says this in Ephesians chapter 5 and verses 3 and 4, it says, but fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not be once named among you. Now, these are things that are not good. Fornication, uncleanness, or covetousness. These are all sins that are mentioned in the Ten Commandments. He says, let it not be once named among you as become a saint. And then he adds to that list, neither foolish talking, neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather the giving of thanks. And that's in Ephesians? That's in Ephesians chapter 5, wow, verses really 3 and good. 4. So what, is, what does he do? He equates filthiness, foolish talking, and jesting with fornication, uncleanness, wow. and covetousness. Hmm. So, yeah, it's very, very Same important. Yeah. yeah, it's very, very important that we watch what comes out of our mouth. And the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Yes. So if your mouth is just it, flooding with profanity, that's coming out of your heart. That's exactly right. Wow. So, and, and Jesus says this, in fact, to that issue, Jesus said this in Matthew chapter 12 and verses 34 and 35. He says, O generation of vipers, how can ye being evil speak good things? So there are good things to speak and bad things to speak. For out of the abundance of your heart, like you just said, the mouth speaketh. A good man out of the good treasures of his heart bringeth forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasures bringeth forth evil things. So what comes out of my mouth exposes what's in my heart. Hmm. And so I need to not let corrupt communication come out of my mouth or filthiness or foolish talk or jesting that's not convenient. That doesn't mean you can't have fun, but there are certain things that we should not do. Well, a lot of this, it's all about um, what comes out of our mouth and also could be like along with slander and gossip. And that's exactly right. This all, all goes together. I mean, this whole episode could be the same thing with gossip and slander, you yeah. know, it goes right. It all goes together. Yeah. Just again, a lack of control. So to get to the basic question then, is cursing a sin? Well, in Romans chapter 3, God talks about the fact that we're all sinners. He says there, as it is written in verse 10, there's none righteous, no, not one, okay? There's none that understandeth. There's none that seek after God. They're all gone out of the way. They're together become unprofitable. There's none that doeth good, no, not one. Then he says, their throat is an open... This is all starting off with... Uh, there's none righteous, and for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Then he says, their throat is an open sepulcher. With their tongues they have used deceit. Hmm. The poison of asp is under their lips, whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Is an asp like a snake? An asp, yes, is, is a snake. Is? Yeah. Okay. And so, so here he, sa- he says, look, it's an unrighteous thing. That's called sin. Mm-hmm. All unrighteousness is sin. So he says, None's righteous, and then he talks about all these unrighteous sins, and one of them is cursing. Now, cursing in this sense is actually talking about me saying cursing, somebody, cursing you, saying bad somebody. about somebody or damning okay. somebody. Mm-hmm. So 
uh, the word damn is right. definitely a word that I do not want to use towards someone because that's cursing right. and that is sin. You know, wait, the, what you just said, it's you explained that. I, these kinds of things are so important to discuss with your kids because I remember um, hearing a song that talked about, and it was it was an old, old song, and it talked about, it was telling a story about being damned if they chose one thing and damned if they chose another. And you explained to me, you said, no, he's not, ta- he's not actually cussing. And I was like, he's not, he used the word damn, and it's not a joke at like the Hoover Dam, you know? And he's like, you said, no. He said, when you use the word damn appropriately, it's saying I am condemned to something and I am condemned to this. If I, and then you explained to me that we are damned because of our sin to hell. And I just sat there mind blown as like a 14-year-old thinking, oh, so this is an actually sin. This is, you know, like I don't use the words, yeah. but explaining this is how people use it inappropriately. You know, you see in the Bible, they talk about donkeys all the time. And if, you, if you're reading the King James and you're reading to a class of a bunch of sixth graders, they're all like, he, 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 and they don't even know, no, this is actually talking about a donkey, children. Yes. And, but it's because our culture, like you said, misuses words and changes the, the connotation. The, yeah. And it could, it's not necessarily misused. The connotations of words change over a yeah, period okay, of yeah. time. So the, we, when we talk about worship today, we talk about people lifting their hands and praising the Lord. Yes. Uh, when, when the when Bible talks worship, about worship means to fall down, down, fall down. So connotations of words change and we have to be sensitive to that as well. Yeah. What the, the worst, um, the, the worst words that you can use in our culture today mm-hmm. are different than the worst culture worst than they were 20 yeah, years 20 ago years ago or 40 years ago and i know that some words i remember um a farmer telling us that from like 70 years ago that the s word wasn't used as a bad word at all yeah. it was used as like, well we're picking up the the cow's stuff. Oh, I, and, that's right. And I it a, wasn't a cuss word. I had a, do- I had a, a doctor uh, tell me one time, um, he, said, he said that when, he, when he, they were kids, if somebody smelled really well, you'd look at them and say, oh, you stink. And that was that was a that was saying oh you smell pleasant you really stink. yeah it was wow uh, stink was not th- uh, the bad word it was in huh. their their culture it was oh wow that's a pleasant stink that's so interesting <laughs> so understanding the heart of what's of the, coming out of of the issue and what's right. coming out of your mouth that's that's so interesting that's why we don't spank a five year old when they come in and they say a word right they don't know because what they it don't is. know it's not coming it, they, like Trey. Flipping yes. me off. Yeah. He had no idea what that meant <laughs> as a seven-year-old. <laughs> I'm shocked that you would say that. I think I'm going to spank you after this thing. So the word flipping me off is not a, not appropriate. Not, not appropriate. Okay, so anyway, a couple other things, a couple other verses I think are very important. Flip, the Bible talks about in Colossians filthy communications. So this is talking about talking about things that are inappropriate. In fact, I can't remember the verse, but... but uh, Paul says that it's a shame to even speak about those things which are, are done, done of them secret. in secret. Hmm. So, uh, I mean that, and man, how ashamed we are on our in our public uh, media today because it's all about the LGBTQ right. and it's just all talking about these 
these things that should never even be thought discussed. about and yep. they're discussed. But anyway, the Bible says this in Colossians chapter 3, verses 8 and 9, and I hope these verses are helpful. It says, but, but now ye put off these, put these off, uh, anger, wrath, malice, and then he, with that, blasphemy, filthy communications out of your mouth. He talks about filthy communications. And, and you don't even have to, that is so graphic in its statement, you don't mm. even have to guess what he's talking about. Lie not one to another, see that ye have put off the old man with his deeds. In Colossians chapter 4 and verse 6, it says, let your speech be always with grace. And of course, that means with our... Our grace that's here with us that does all of our editing. That's no. right. <laughs> let, your, let, your, let, it, uh, let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer every man. Hmm. So... Is cussing a sin? Yeah, it is. And, and what do you do about it to close it? What, what like, do you what do? do you, yeah. So, what if I, you know, oh, I was. <laughs> so I can't, I can't say what I would do. But somebody who did grow up in, like, saying whatever he wanted to say, and then you get saved. But it's, it's part of your, your. It's just part of your vocabulary. So two what things. did you? What's what do you advise somebody? Two two things. If if you allow something some come, comes out of your mouth, like my I slipped my hand. What what do I do? I slipped. I ripped my thing, uh, my knuckles, and now I feel guilty. What do I do? The Bible says, if we confess our sin, He's faithful and just to forgive us our sin and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. So I say, God, that was wrong. Please forgive me and control my tongue next time so that I won't do that and move on and move on. That's it. Yeah. Oh, and. And then daily, I think this is really important too, and I do this every single day. I have a little circle in my prayer diary that I, that I pray every day. I say, Lord, today I want to ask you to control my tongue. Mm-hmm. Help me to praise and thank and glorify and honor and bless. Help me not to complain or grumble or backbite or judge or blaspheme. And when I do that every day, God controls me. I haven't, mm-hmm. I haven't cussed it at anybody. Lisa, it's yesterday, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> bit longer than I've that. never heard him cuss. <laughs> I lived with him for like 25 years. So, <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's so beautiful to talk to, talk about. Um, and if you, if you, I've had friends that have slipped and fell and cussed and they look at me and they, it's because they've lived in a workforce and they're trying, you know, they got saved and they're trying to, your friends aren't judging you. I look at them like, it's all right. I know. It's okay. I'm not, you know, give yourself grace. You didn't mean to do that, obviously, because you just looked at me like, oh my word, do you hate me? No, <laughs> no. Um, we all are working on letting the Holy Spirit work in our lives, and we're all having to give ourselves grace that, well, experience God's grace that He's already given us. So that's beautiful that you just surrender daily to the Word of God, and when you do mess up, you just confess it and you move on. So thank you, Dad. That was really good. Well, so God. don't I don't know how much you're going to bleep out of this, uh, Grace, because there is quite a lot that you can't. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. We do want to encourage you. Um, this coming up week is going to be our Maximize Life Summit. And we want you, if you, if we're so excited to host those that are coming, you're going to love it. If you're here in the Valley and you're like, hey, what, what is the Maximize Life Summit? 
All you need to do is call the church at 702-647-4522. They'll give you more information, or you can email us at info at experienceliberty.com, or you can just go to experienceliberty.com, and you should be able to find a lot of the information on our website. But it is going to be an incredible, incredible conference. There will be all of our staff and the staff wives that will be speaking. There will be about 35 to 40 sessions throughout the week, so you're not going to want to miss it. Thank you so much for joining us. We look forward to having you here this coming week. And remember, this is Tice Talks. And it's more than a bleep conversation. <laughs> <laughs>